Welcome to Unbreak Your Health, the podcast program about the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, the complete guide to complementary and alternative therapies. And today our topic is the radiac or radial appliance of Edgar Casey. And our guest is Thomas Dewey, spokesman for the Association for Research and Enlightenment. Since Tom was 17 years old, he's been counseling at ARE summer camp, and he's even worked at ARE. He's even experienced at assembling a device based on the Edgar Casey readings called a radial appliance. Currently, he's in California taking masters in teaching with an urban focus to fulfill a dream based on the Casey readings. Let's start off with an easy question: Who was Edgar Casey? Edgar Casey was a very famous psychic who has lived in the 20th century, and he gave what was called readings. And in his psychic readings or discourses, he would go into a meditative trance state, and people would ask him questions, and he would answer the questions. And when people followed what he recommended in the, in the answers to these questions, then they would have results. And your Casey actually was having some trouble with his own health, and they were trying hypnosis on him. And it, it was working. He lost his voice, basically, and he was a salesman, which is terrible if you can't talk. And so they did hypnosis, and he could speak under hypnosis, but when he came back out of the hypnosis, he still couldn't talk. Well, one of the guys that was there with him watching the whole hypnosis process decided to do an experiment. And he, instead of giving a post-hypnotic suggestion, which is common in hypnosis, he gave a suggestion asking what was wrong with Edgar Casey's body. And then Edgar Casey dropped into this whole discourse as to what was wrong with him. And then the guy who was running the hypnosis asked him if he could fix it. And Edgar Casey said, yes, I can. And he proceeded to, from what the description was, a whole bunch of blood concentrated in his throat. His whole throat turned really bright red. And then uh, they did the suggestion to bring him out of the hypnosis. And he got up and he coughed a little bit, cleared some stuff out of the way, and he could speak. And, of course, the guy who was leading the hypnosis that cured Edgar Casey had an incurable patient. So he asked Edgar Casey if he'd be willing to do the same thing, but instead of treating himself, do this for this, this patient of the doctors. And they did it, and it worked. And that's really what started the readings. And after a while, Edgar Casey actually hired a woman named Gladys Davis, Gladys Davis Turner, at the end of her life. And she took dictation for over 15,000 readings that Edgar Casey gave in his lifetime. And those are in the, in the Edgar Casey Library in Virginia Beach. They're also available online from the Association for Research and Enlightenment or at edgarcasey.org. When did Edgar Casey actually live? Edgar Casey lived from the late 1800s through until 1944. I've heard him referred to as the father of holistic medicine. How many of his readings were about health? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I actually don't know what the exact number is, but it's probably over 10,000. How many of his readings were specifically about this early energy device of his? There are over, I believe it's 900 readings. Long before we knew about atomic energy, or at least before Edgar Casey did, he called the device radioactive, didn't he? That's correct. He called it radioactive and described it as being sort of like a radio. You know, you have... One thing vibrating, and then another thing is then vibrated by that one's vibration and, and can be tuned to the body. And I think that's what he was getting at with the radioactive forces. And, of course, later on, nuclear physics came along and used that term. And so they totally changed the meaning of radioactive. 
What exactly is this radiac or radioactive or radial appliance? It is a device that Edgar Casey recommended in the readings. First time it was actually recommended was he was working with a, a guy whose I think his mother was having trouble with her circulation. She would get really cold at night and couldn't sleep very well. Edgar Casey told this guy to take a piece of steel and run a wire from the steel and wrap it around the woman's ankle and drop the other end of the steel, the steel connected to the wire, down in a bucket of ice and water and see what happens. And when he did that, the woman's legs got so warm that she actually had to throw back the covers and she got a good night's sleep. That was really the beginning of the appliances. And as time went on, people were having trouble with the steel rusting and stuff like that. And so Edgar Casey perfected what was later called the radioactive appliance. And what he did was he had the people who were building it Instead of using just one piece of steel, they used two pieces of steel, and they ran wires from the steel, and they used these German silver or nickel silver plates, which would go on the wrists and ankles, the thumb side of the wrist, and then the the inside of the the ankle, just behind the little bump there called the malleolus. And basically, when you put the whole thing together, you take two pieces of steel, you have two single thicknesses of glass between those pieces of steel. The steel is five inches long by about a quarter inch thick, by a half inch wide. And then the glass has to be the same size, same same width and height. The thickness is a little bit different because single thickness glass is not a quarter inch. And then around that whole thing, you put graphite or block carbon. That's the way it was described. Then that is taped together with masking tape. And then around that is packed charcoal, And usually that whole charcoal package and stuff is contained inside of a copper or some sort of non-ferrous metal container that can either be square or round. The reading said if you make it round, then the steel should be round to accommodate it. If you make it square, then the steel should be square. The unit that I build uses brass as its outer canister, and it's a slightly rectangular inside. And we use charcoal, and then we seal the top and Casey's day, they were sealing it with wax, and they were experimenting with other sealants. But today, we have a combination of hot melt glue to give it a little bit of cushion and expansion, room for expansion and contraction. And then on top of that is a potting compound, which is used for capacitors. How does the device actually work? When you hook it up to your body, as Casey said, that the energy in your body or the electronic forces, that was what he described them as, begin to send energy down the wire into the device. Of course, the device is in ice water. And as that energy comes down and the piece of steel that's hooked to your body at that point begins to vibrate, the one next to it begins to vibrate in synchronization. And that energy comes from that point back into a different place in your body. So you would hook the device up to your right wrist on the first day and the opposite piece of steel would go on the left ankle. Just think of it in terms of opposites. There's a red wire and a black wire, and the red wire connects with one piece of steel on the device, and the black wire connects with another piece of steel on the device. So the first wire you hook up to your body is the red wire. That's the positive, and that makes the piece of steel that it connects with the positive piece. And then the second wire that's hooked up to your body is the black wire. That makes that the negative piece. So on the first day, there's a four-day. You rotate around the body over four days. So on the first day... The red, the positive, would go to the right wrist, and the black, the negative, would go to the left ankle. The second day, 
you would hook the red to the left wrist and the black to the right ankle. On the third day, the red would go down to the left ankle and the black would be on the right wrist. On the fourth day, the red would be on the right ankle and the black would be on the left wrist. So that gets into, that begs the question, you know, what's going on here? If you think about it, if energy is coming out of your body and then reintroducing at a new point, you're actually causing an increase in the flow of these radioactive forces or electronic forces was the word that Edgar Casey used. He talked also in a number of readings, Edgar Casey in a number of readings talked about the figure eight. It's an energy flow. It seems to flow through the bloodstream and the extremities. And then it's centered at the heart or in the core of the body. And he talked about this upper loop and a lower loop. And, you know, if you draw a figure eight over the body, it would that doesn't really make sense. It's not really a left-right phenomenon. It's more like a blood leaving the heart, the red blood, and then the returning blood back, the blue blood. And so apparently there is a red blood, blue blood back to the heart in the upper extremities, which is actually a different loop from the lower extremities, which would be the legs. And so you have those two separate loops. And what Edgar Casey was doing basically was tying into and drawing energy out of the upper loop, the one with the arms and the head and the shoulders, and reintroducing it into the one in the lower loop. And there seem to be some implications in the readings that this energy flow around the body is, is kind of like um, kind of like suggestion or it's a way the body knows what's going on in itself, knows where problems are. So what you're doing is you're overall, the device actually increases the communication in the body and has an effect on the circulation. Usually, if it's working, they'll notice almost immediately that their extremities warm up. And that was a study done by Meridian Institute, www.meridianinstitute.com. You'll find a research project that they did on this device, and they discovered that hand temperature does increase. Listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, then you'll love my new book. The second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies. It features a new user-friendly format and 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. And you can get it on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. I've heard that once a device is used, it becomes tuned to that individual person so no one else can ever use it again. Is that correct? That is correct. It is tuned to that person's vibration. And once it's been tuned to that person's vibration, no one else can use it. Edgar Casey said it was really a bad idea to do that. It would be sort of like drinking out of the same cup. You don't want your vibration running through someone else's because it's going to attune it to a vibration that may or may not be yours. What are the most common ailments that the device is used for? Well, this is according to Edgar Casey, not me. There really is no proof that this cures anything or does anything. However, in the Edgar Casey readings, he listed like probably a list of over a hundred things this could be used for. Some of the main ones that he talked about most often were things like anxiety, inability to sleep, cold extremities, circulation problems, that kind of thing. And there was another way to hook the device up to your body, which I haven't discussed, and that was the introduction of the solution jar. And in that case, Edgar Casey said that any alcohol or water-soluble medicine can be introduced into the body vibrationally using the radioactive appliance or the wet cell battery. This radio show is about the radioactive or radio appliance, so we're going to talk about the radio appliance in conjunction with 
the solution jars. So what happens is that energy that's coming out of your body and being reintroduced into your body can be used to actually pick up a vibrational medicine and carry it into the body. And I'm sure many of you are familiar with homeopathic remedies. I believe this is some sort of electronic homeopathic technique that Casey perfected through the reading. So what would happen is, instead of hooking up to the wrists and ankles, like I talked about in the previous example, which helps with circulation and anxiety and stuff like that, you would actually hook up with a different set of wires. You would now have three wires instead of two, and you would plug a short black wire into the device, and that short black wire would jump to a what's called a solution jar. It's a, it's a jar with a single loop, sometimes a double loop, which is down inside of some sort of liquid medicine that either is alcohol-soluble or water-soluble. For example, gold chloride was used quite often in the readings. And so you would have this, this coil down in the gold chloride, and you would plug from the device to that. And then when you're ready to hook up, you would leave that for about 20 minutes. The device is in ice. By the way, this device is activated by ice. I forgot to mention that. You have to put, put the device on ice. And what happens is when you put it on ice, like your Casey said, difference in temperature of the device between the device and your body causes this energy to start to flow. So you have the device on the ice, plugged in the short black wire to the solution jar, and you have the solution in there. Then you would take a red wire, which has a copper end to it. Remember how I mentioned before, the wire had a nickel silver or German silver end on it. This now has a copper end on it. The copper end goes, depending on where Edgar Casey was recommending you put it on your body, somewhere on your spine. Usually, um, first, second thoracic, second, third cervical, or uh, T9, thoracic 9, or between fourth and fifth lumbar. Those were the main points. There were also some cases where he would put it on the wrists and ankles. Then the other, okay, you hook that wire up, and then you would take the other wire, and it would plug into the other side of the solution jar. And that black, that's the black wire, and that would have a large nickel plate on it, usually about an inch and a half to two inches in diameter, which has a slight cup shape to it, so it has, creates almost like a vacuum. And you would put that on a point about three fingers over and two fingers up to the right of your navel or your belly button. And Edgar Casey said that that would tie in with the radial forces of the body. So basically what happens is, again, remember how I mentioned the red wire and the ice. You know, when you hook up that first red wire, the appliance is cold. It actually draws the energy out of your body. Then the two pieces of steel start to vibrate. And then the steel that's attached to the black wire then sends energy out of the device through the solution jar, picking up the vibration of the medicine in the solution jar and carrying it through the black wire into your abdomen. Now, if you think about the point, three fingers over and two fingers up from the belly button, that's the point very close to the bundle of nerves which help to build you in the womb, but also there's a bunch of, they're called pyrus patches and other nerve plexuses all in the abdomen, which I could go, I could go on for hours about the abdominal <laughs> brain, but... Uh, there's apparently a second brain basically in your abdomen which controls the thing you don't have to think about, like heart rate, digestion, and stuff like that. So what this is doing is it's sending this vibrational medicine into that point, which is the point which controls absorption in the small intestine. It controls a lot of the unconscious functions. Uh, it 
ties in with the lymphatic as well as the circulatory system. You've got the kidney and the livers close by there, so you have the storage unit. So my sense is, is what, what Casey's doing here is he's actually sending the vibrational medicine, similar to homeopathy, which then tells the body what it needs, and then the body can make it, and it's telling it what it needs in the place where absorption occurs. So if it needs carbon, it absorbs carbon. If it needs, you know, that kind of thing. Incidentally, I mean, if you want to research the readings, um, fascinating stuff. He said the body is it's alchemical in nature. It's capable of, of making anything that it needs. All it has to have is baking soda, water, salt, and iodine. With those four compounds, the body can make anything it needs. So my sense is that, that these devices were actually giving the body the ability to make anything it needs through vibrational suggestion. Casey warned about negative thoughts while using the device, didn't he? Yeah, he said it would act as a boomerang and would send those negative thoughts back to the body and, and make the negativity worse. He talked about a person who uses this device could not be a, a major cusser or swearer because it would act as a real downer and it would have a destructive effect on the nervous system. Also, alcohol use was not recommended with this device. He said if you take alcohol and use these devices, it can do nerve damage to the body. So you don't want to have alcohol in your system when you're using this device. He also said that meditation and prayer were important requirements for using the appliance also, didn't he? That's correct, yes. You want to be in a meditative state. I was, yeah, in the how-tos, I was strictly giving the, the details on that. He was very, very adamant about that, that you wanted to be in a meditative and prayerful state, preferably having already thought through your ideals. And so he would say to people, you know, you're going to hook up to this device, don't don't read like a scary novel or something because you're going to activate parts of your nervous system which will then be sent around your body. I mean, if you think about it, what this device does, in my opinion, is it, it shares the consciousness of the body with all the cells because it does that through accessing the bloodstream, which if you think about it, every cell in the body totally relies on, on the blood and the bloodstream and the circulatory system. So... By tapping into that, this device is actually taking what's in your, um, you know, in your consciousness as well as in the physical nature of your body and spreading it around. So actually, this reminds me of an uh, interesting reading. Edgar Casey got a reading as to whether he should use the radio appliance, and he was living a really stressful life. He was doing a lot of traveling at the time and wasn't really following his the dietary <laughs> recommendations in the readings. And, so the reading said, no, he can't use the device yet. He needs to detoxify because if he used the device now, it would spread some of those toxins around to critical organs of the body and do more harm than good. So there were a number of readings you'll see. As, as you research this further, you'll see him recommending things like castor oil packs, cleansing regimens and stuff, usually before starting the use of either the radio appliance or the wet zone. And I think that was to clear out some of those forces before you introduce this vibration, which will then spread whatever's there around. So again, thinking in terms that's from a physical perspective, from a meditative perspective, if you want to infuse an ideal into every cell in your body, then focus and meditate on that ideal while you're hooked up to the appliance, and it will become a part of your being. Tom, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to talk with me about Edgar Casey and his Radiac Appliance. Anyone wanting to learn more about the radial appliance should visit the Bar Company website at www.baar.com. And to learn more about Edgar Casey, visit ARE's website at www.
www.edgarcasey.org. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health, discovering the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'll be back again next week with another edition. But to learn more about our guest today, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith, and I look forward to being with you again soon. 